welcome to Heart Bloom Podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Christian, and I help others love and discover themselves to reach their highest potential. Today, we are covering masculine wounding. Now, if you're new, then welcome. And if you're returning, then hello. So happy to have you here. And I'm so excited to go over this episode with you. So when it comes to masculine wounding, now this This is the thing that we're most familiar with when it comes to the masculine energy. And it is the abuse, the abuse that happens with masculine wounding. So in the previous series, when we covered healing feminine energy, we covered feminine wounding, which is all internal wounding, wounding that's done towards yourself, self-sabotage, talking badly about yourself, self-harm, eating disorders. All of these things are feminine wounding. But when it comes to masculine wounding, this is when we're harming externally. So we're harming other people. We're saying mean things towards other people. We are sabotaging other people. Everything is forced outwardly. And this is what we're having the biggest problem with today is masculine wounding, whether we're hearing that someone's getting shot or someone's getting killed or there's a lot of fighting, there's a lot of bickering or yelling. We're hearing about the Karens these days, right? This is all masculine wounding and it doesn't matter if it's male or female. Females exhibit a lot of masculine wounding, especially in high school where they're doing a lot of bullying because they feel inferior or any of these cases, even cyberbullying, these are acts of masculine wounding. Why is this? Why does this occur? Why does this happen? And I honestly don't have the answer. I don't know why other people feel the need to harm others or harm animals. We see this often as well, is if it's become more normal for animals to be abused for children to be abused, for things that are vulnerable to be abused. This is very, very common, unfortunately, and I don't know that it will ever change. I would hope that one day we would ever get to this place of peace and serenity. But going through this lifetime so far, we're very familiar with seeing the masculine wounding and the damage that it's caused, caused ourselves, caused our families, caused our peers, caused our planet, where we have ruined over 98% of species that have existed on this planet have now become extinct. That's insane that we're only left with 2% of what the earth has created for its species. It doesn't seem like it, right? It seems like, what? No, we've got so many animals. But there's so many more animals that have existed that are no longer with us due to masculine wounding. So masculine wounding is the main reason why masculine energy gets the bad rep that it does. But I want us to understand that this happens from men and women. And where does it come from? It comes from a fear-based source. It comes from a cycle of violence. Seeing violence from one 
then triggers violence in another and learning violence, learning how to harm something else, receiving the harm, receiving the abuse, learning that maybe this has become normal, maybe this has become routine. And this is something of how we interact and associate ourselves with others. This is how my mother or my father has talked to me. This is how I will then talk to others. Our parental voices become the voices inside our brains that tell us how to be and how to act and what to say and what to do. And sometimes if we didn't have the best environment to grow up in, we can then easily tap into that unhealthy, fear-based masculine energy. When it comes to masculine energy, this is the energy that causes abuse. So when masculine energy causes the abuse, then the source of healing that energy needs to also match the source of the pain. So if you received masculine wounding, we then have to go back to that source of where that wounding comes from. We can do a lot of work internally and heal as much as we can from a feminine perspective, healing our own internal wounds, our emotional wounds, we can heal that as much as we can. But it's not until we get to that same level of connecting with the masculine energy that brings that level of healing that really sends us over to full completion, right? When we receive external love, when we receive external healing, when we receive love and compassion externally from others, It starts to alter our perception more. It starts to let us know that maybe we are safe. Maybe it's okay that others can love me in a new way. And I don't have to associate myself with this type of pain. We can then begin to narrow it down from the source of where we first received it, whether it was from the mother, the father, a peer, wherever. We can then begin to place it more tied towards the individual versus socially that it's been received from every aspect. So it's important to surround yourself with good, positive human beings, positive energy, loving energy, so that you can begin to learn how to differentiate between masculine wounding and masculine healing, masculine loving, external love. So when it comes to that masculine wounding, when we're hurting externally, if you've ever been in this position where you're the one that's hurting externally, what's actually going on in your mind? What are you actually experiencing when you are exhibiting this type of behavior? Are you feeling stressed? Are you feeling afraid? Are you feeling angry? Are you feeling irritable? This is where the feminine energy comes in, healthy feminine energy comes in to really soothe these wounds, right? Where we have to focus on the nurturing and the caring and the kindness and the compassion, understanding and empathy. When we have that level of understanding and when we begin to alter our identity, which is our masculine energy, to something that is 
connected to love pulls us further away from masculine wounding. So if you believe that you are separate from others, if you believe that you are superior to others or you are better than others, if you believe that others are better than you, then this will cause a disconnect. This will cause for you to be able to only see things in one perspective. But if you take on the identity and the belief that you are one with others, that you are all connected, that in some way we are all connected to each other, then you will begin to have a level of empathy and understanding to put yourself in that other person's shoes. You'll be able to see things from a more multidimensional space. You'll be able to lessen that amount of judgment and you'll be able to have more humility and empathy so that when you see someone that is different than you, that it's not going to trigger in your mind that you are superior or a lot of times when we think we're the ones that are superior, subconsciously, we believe we are the ones that are inferior. So it's all one and the same. So let's say you think that you are superior. Maybe you think you're superior to one type of people because of the way society has been programming others, because of conditioning, because of the environment, whatever the excuse is. When we have this belief, whenever that environment shows itself of someone that's different than us, what does that do? That begins to hinder or trigger or poke at our identity to challenge us to say, oh, yep, you know what? You're different than them. They're not the same as you. You're superior to them because that's what you believe. And if you believe that, then you might act out in ways of masculine wounding. You might become angry. You might become very defensive very easily because now that belief, that identity that you've taken on for yourself has now become challenged. So we're seeing this quite a bit, especially right now, where certain people who have had a belief system about themselves, about who they think they are, it doesn't mean it's true. It doesn't mean it's accurate. It just, it's just what you believe. You can change your beliefs at any time. You can believe that we are all one. We are all connected. And if you believe that when you see something that appears that looks a little different than you, naturally your identity, your ego is going to find similarities. Rather, it's someone of the same gender or of the same age or of the, likes the same style or likes to do the same thing. You will find similarities. It won't seem like it's so different. So that's a big factor when it comes to masculine wounding is your belief system and what do you identify with, with what you're harming, whether you're harming a person of another race, another gender, another background, another social class, whatever. Something about your belief system subconsciously has taught you that you are superior than another person. And that is what is causing you to be able to be in a state to easily tap into masculine wounding. 
Or maybe it's someone of a different age. Maybe you have the belief that, well, because I'm older than you, I'm wiser than you, therefore I'm better than you. So this justifies my reasoning for treating you differently. But what if we were able to flip that in such a way that even if we're able to acknowledge our own differences, we're able to see the value and the benefits that others bring. So if you're the one that's exhibiting this masculine wounding towards others, it's actually a reflection of something that you're not accepting within yourself, something that has not been completely tapped into within the subconscious mind. Because when things come up for us that make us feel defensive or angry or upset, it's something that's unhealed within us that we have not wanted to associate ourselves with, something that we've rejected within ourselves. If you've been on the receiving end of the masculine wounding, you could be like, why is this happening to me? Why are they treating me like this? I didn't ask for this. I'm just minding my own business, right? Or I was just a child or I was just this. It's important for you to also understand that it's not you because it's very easy to then believe that maybe there's something unworthy about me that deserves that type of reaction. But that's actually not the case. Masculine wounding acts out externally, but it has to come from an internal source. So it's not something that is within you that's causing the reaction. It's something within the person that's causing the external reaction when they are causing the masculine wounding. It is the ideals and the beliefs and the thought patterns that they have and the self-talk that they have that creates this environment for them to be disconnected, to have this rejection, to have whatever unhealed sources that they have that they begin to act out of in a masculine external way. They could also be doing a lot of feminine wounding within themselves and then reflecting their internal world externally. There's so many reasons why this thing happens, why we come across masculine wounding so often, and how can we get to a space of just creating more peace. So I want to take a quick break. Let's grab something to drink and we'll be right back in just a moment. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. my love tribe welcome back and now we are wrapping up more on masculine wounding so when it comes to that masculine wounding and we're trying to get to this level of peace how do we get there how do we get others to get there the truth is we have no control over others we don't the only thing we have control over is our own mind our own reality, our own thoughts, our own emotions and behaviors. 
And that is how we change. We change within and that becomes our new external world. So right now with everything that has happened with the pandemic and so many things that have occurred over time, sometimes this can trigger a change, an internal change within ourselves. And I think it was absolutely needed for many people to get this opportunity to go within, to be able to take a break and to be able to really look at themselves, to have that reflection, to come out of being on autopilot of whoever they've assumed themselves to be and just say, who am I really? And who do I want to be? And what's right? And sometimes it also takes feedback, more feedback, and feedback in a way that one can connect to. So when I say that, this doesn't necessarily mean showing fear or showing that you feel hurt or showing that you feel afraid or showing that you feel angry. It can be in so many other ways, but it's something that that other person that has caused the wounding to connect to. So one of the biggest ways that masculine wounding is put in check is karma. The thing is, we don't see karma. We don't see how it happens all the time, right? And sometimes from a certain perspective, it always seems right. Whatever that person is doing, even to the outside world, it seems so wrong. But depending on that person's belief system, whatever they're doing, no matter how wrong or unjust it seems to the rest of the world, it seems very accurate and right in their mind. As humans, we just strive to be correct at all times, and we will do whatever it takes that is necessary to be right. But the truth is, there's no real such thing as right, right? There's no real truth to righteousness, only perspective. So if we're believing, oh, I can justify this, right? We see this all the time. We're seeing this happen quite a bit. I have a belief I have a strong thought pattern and I'm doing this because this is the right thing to do. So sometimes it takes looking at all sides of the spectrum to be able to gain a more balanced approach to the things that we're doing, to be able to experience more and more life through different lenses to get out of our comfort zone, to meet new people, to not stay around so many like-minded people because sometimes that might put you in a place of being stuck. To be able to say, hmm, I used to think like this, but now I think differently. And to be able to have that flexibility with yourself to know that it's okay to think differently. It's okay to now have a different belief than what you used to have. Sometimes we feel so attached to the beliefs that we have that we then stunt ourselves from being able to grow. So when it comes to masculine wounding, the only thing we can honestly do is to continue to heal internally and heal our feminine energy and to begin to approach life from different perspectives to change our beliefs because it is our beliefs about who we are that's creating the masculine wounding because we feel that we are right and if I'm right, then you're wrong. 
But that doesn't always mean that that's true. You can be right and another person can be right. So it's important that if you find yourself in a space of doing a lot of masculine wounding, to look within yourself, to look internally and to say, is what I'm doing really what I believe to be right? Am I acting out from unhealed wounds? Am I showing what I reject within myself? Is there some trait or aspect in what I'm abusing, something I see within myself subconsciously that I'm rejecting, that I don't want to accept, so I'm going to act out externally? Just sit with yourself and really listen to who you are as a person. And it can also be a pattern as well. If you've received a lot of masculine wounding, it can honestly just feel normal to act out this way because you don't know a different way of being. So look at all things from so many perspectives. And I hope that some of this resonated with you and that you were able to soak up the information and to utilize it in the best way. So thank you so much for tuning in. This is Heartblend Podcast.